Welcome to another episode of the Impel Fort Podcast. I'm your host, Leon, and today I have with me Carl Wesley and John Harris. How you doing? Yes, sir. Hey, I'm super excited to be on the Impel Fort Podcast. I know you guys are doing a lot of good things, so I'm just super excited to be the guest. Definitely blessing to get the opportunity, make the connection through Carl. You know, like I say, one hand washed the other, both washed the face, so. Today, you know, I hope we can build, you know, inspire some others. And like yeah, the podcast is in Pale Four. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Well, I want both of y'all to come on together because I know that y'all say y'all have some a partnership. So we're going to talk about that more. But uh, we're going to start with Carl. Carl, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you from? Most definitely. Okay. Well, I'm from originally from Macclesfield, North Carolina, Eastern North Carolina. For those of you guys don't know specifically where Macclesfield is at, um, and you know a little bit in my teenage years, uh, 18 years old, I actually went to North Carolina Central University, um, so I you know have a lot of roots in the Durham, Raleigh, RDU area. I've been an entrepreneurship ever since I got out of college, so you know I've been doing you know network affiliate marketing for a very long time, but also just promoting my personal brand Picasso as well, um, and that really just stands for you know painting the picture vividly. Uh, I'm not an avid jar, although I did come up with this name um, in art class, um, high school year with my friend um, Ray, Ray Ray. Um, Ray Ray was an artist and he called himself Ray Da Vinci. Um, he was nice with drawing and stuff like this. So I'm like, hey, I was decent with drawing, but I'm going to call myself Picasso um, to really give my name some spice. So instead of Picasso, I put Carl in there. Um, and what I'm great at doing is just painting pictures. So even though I might not draw you something, I'm going to make the vision clear as day. Um, so I, I met with John here and, you know, he told me about his vision at Overcomers. I'm like, hey, since I'm doing the, the content creation side and, you know, the marketing and I'm putting out content and, you know, he's a very skilled individual in terms of putting together pieces and really educating himself every time he comes to me um, with a new piece, he gets better and better. I'm like, hey, let's just do a partnership because that's my friend. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if I'm going to do it in this way. I'm going to figure out how I can put him on my platform as well. So as I do content, I always rock the shirt, as you see right now. I got the vintage Overcomers on right now. Um, and everything I do, I, I just make sure that, you know, I'm putting on for myself, but I'm also putting on for the Overcomers brand as well because I really do believe in the rising above all odds. Okay. And you say you don't draw or can you draw? Uh, I'm decent. Um, but, okay. you know, I, I, I'm an avid believer that whatever I put my mind to, I can do very well. Um, but I haven't really been putting any time into drawing at all. So I've been putting more time into, you know, motivational speaking, uh, personal development. So I use my talents verbally more so than just drawing pictures visually. Okay. So I saw you spoke at uh, your alma mater, NCCU, the other day. What was that about? Oh, it was amazing just to be back in that environment and, you know, speaking to young men. Uh, I was talking to them about the power of networking and how networking can get you in doors that sometimes your resume can't get you in. Um, I was also telling them that relationships are worth more than money. So I was, you know, urging them to, you know, a lot of times college students are prioritizing networking with their professors or networking with people who are already in the positions that they want to be in. I was urging them like, hey, think about your classmates. So I showed up um, all the, the notable alumni that ever walked the campus of NCCU. I'm like, hey, you guys don't know who's going to be great in your class. These people could be the next notable alumni, the people that you meet in the calf, the people that you meet in your dorm. But if you're going home every single weekend, 
playing the game in your dorm all the time and not really prioritize being social, you can miss out. You can miss out on your whole college network and you can miss out on networking with the people who are right directly in front of your face. So that was what, you know, the presentation was about, had a PowerPoint specifically about networking with your peers. Okay. So what was your major in college? Uh, my major in college was mass communication, um, but I always was heavy in business in general. Um, so I was a mass communication major with a minor in um, writing. Um, so yeah, I was writing as well, writing for the the Campus Echo. Um, was able to go to you know a competition, I believe in Savannah State, um, and, and and win um, a future writing award as well. So uh, also an avid writer. Um, so that's how I use my mass communication degree right now. I use it for myself by marketing myself, but also, you know, using things in, in captions um, and also just, you know, figuring out more ways to get myself more exposure and getting more people to understand me through words and through the marketing, getting them to understand my purpose and my vision. OK, OK. So how long you have you been an entrepreneur or did, did you entrepreneur? Right. Do you work solely? Uh, no, so, I mean, I became an entrepreneur, honestly, back in the day. Um, I used to work at Burger King. Funny story, back in the day, I used to work at Burger King. And the thing about that is I only worked two days out of the week. It was in high school, and it was on Saturday. It was on Friday and Saturday. But if you're in high school, sometimes you're going to want to go to the games. So I always used to get people to replace me for work. And it ended up coming to a point where, you know, I kept getting people replace me so much that when I came in, it was just new items on the menu and I didn't even know how to make them. And I was embarrassed because I was an OG working there and um, I had to get trained all over again. So I'm like, hey, I, I don't think, I don't really like being here. I like being on my own time. So ever since then, I always just, I had to gravitate towards, you know, me putting freedom first, time freedom and just the ability. It's more so a mental thing. So I had to feel like, you know, I can at least go anywhere I want to. I can't feel like, you know, I'm confined to any structure in the time. So. I actually started entrepreneurship directly after I got out of college, 2019. So I've been an entrepreneur since 2019 solely because I feel like it fits my lifestyle. Okay, okay. John, what's going on, brother? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? So tell me about this Overcomers brand that you have. How did that get started? Yeah, man. I'm John Harris. Um, born... In Raleigh, raised in Zebulon, reside in Raleigh currently. Um, yeah, man, I'm the CEO, founder of Overcomers Brand. So a little bit about Overcomers Brand, man. You know, like, man, Overcomers Brand came to me in my time of incarceration a couple of years ago. You know, just. I'm just trying to figure it out, really just lost, you know, going through my personal stuff, you know what I'm saying, going through family things, and, you know, it was just a concept that I didn't really know what was going to come about from it, but I knew it was something that just stuck, so, you know, just these past couple of years, I've been building up the brand and just my presence in the clothing and fashion space. I started off making custom pieces, just one of one exclusive pieces, just to kind of get my foot in the door. And um, 
around pandemic time, you know, when everything kind of stopped and slowed down, I was able to, you know, kind of start putting all the pieces together and find a positive trajectory to go towards with the Overcomers brand. So, you know, Overcomers brand is a apparel brand that, you know, specializes in high quality products, but yet pushing a message of rise above the odds, which is just, you know, resiliency, authenticity, and positivity, like through whatever you're going through, because everybody has trials and tribulations, whether those are mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, you know, so I use overcomers because it is a piece of my testimony and a piece of my journey, but want to use the clothing is a sounding board for other people to do the same thing as well as feel good and appreciate good clothing doing it, you know. So how did you get um how did you start in apparel? Did you have a past or somebody in your family did clothing or how did you, that come about? Nah, I mean, I've always been a fashionable guy, you know, I always could as people say put it on, but mm -hmm. um you know, just like I said, whenever I got out of prison, you know, I just started trying to put the pieces together. And my homeboy, Julian, he has a brand that's been going on for a couple of years called 918 Brands. So, you know, just kind of asked him some things, like, again, diligently doing research and development, all this stuff, and I'm still doing it, mm -hmm. you know, just getting that hands on with him. And him just taking me under his wing for like a year or two then. And I just felt like the time was right. You know, I just, well, not even when I felt like the time was right. Like I said, around pandemic time when people weren't really around each other like that, I had time to kind of focus and lock in on my stuff and kind of start connecting the dots. But, I mean, big love to him and big shouts out to him because he definitely showed me a lot and, just being able to have the exposure of someone who has a clothing brand is they're doing the ins and outs. You're seeing the front end and the back end, you know, it's good. And I definitely want to be that person for other people too. So, so what led you, how, how did you get incarcerated? What led you to prison? Uh, man, just, Man, the wrong lifestyle at that moment. It was a lot that I was doing that just didn't get caught, but just mm -hmm. specific thing. It was a um it was a robbery with a dangerous weapon. So, you know, just a kind of stick up situation that kinda went left. So So how how did that did that change you? I I, I assume it changed. It looked like it did change you for, yeah, for the for, right. For sure, for sure. Definitely. I mean I don't know about other people, but I can honestly say that if it wasn't for that experience and like Carl was saying, being able to network, because, you know, that seed was sown into me earlier with my parents just being entrepreneurs, just being people in the community and just kind of pushing it, even though I'm an introvert, like naturally I'm good on not talking to anybody but my people. But, you know, them just really pushing that of networking and just being able to you know, not be judgmental and not be prejudiced to other people and being open 
to different people and being an active listening ear so they can kind of tell you and you can soak up knowledge and like really build. I feel like that's really important. So, you know, just being a younger guy when I was locked up and then my first part of it, I was with younger guys. And then my second part of it, I was one of the youngest guys at my camp. So it was just like so many older guys that you could just soak up the knowledge from and just kind of look like kind of look to is a mere reference. You know what I'm saying? Of kind of the things you want to aspire to be and kind of things you don't want to aspire to be. So, I mean, it was definitely a life changing experience and uh, enlightening experience, to say the least. Definitely. How old were you when you went in? Uh, 16 turning 17. Okay. And you did how, how long? Two and a half years. So, years. Okay. yeah, about to turn, uh, I was about to turn 19 going, coming out. So how old are you now? I'm 25. I just turned 25 September 5th. Okay. Okay. So I'll take it that you had good family support. Mm, honestly, no, I can't I can't say so much a good family support, you know. I mean the family dynamics is definitely a whole nother thing. I mean, it's you know, I've had some people there and it's it's been more so throughout this time, like Carl was saying, and that's what I push the young people to, like man, building that network and building that ecosystem because it honestly hasn't been you know, my direct family, because, like, I mean, other than my immediate family, and I just lost my dad this year in February, so it's like, really, my, other than my immediate family, like my siblings and my mom, you know, I really don't have that many family members where it's, like, kind of close and tight-knit, like, no grandparents, no, like, real close uncles, close aunts, like, a couple close cousins, you know what I'm saying, so... I mean, it's just really building a network and, you know, aligning yourself with the like-minded people. Yeah, the like-minded people, for real, like, have first, you know, like, really setting it for your mind, just like, this is what I'm trying to do. This is, Mm. I not know what to do and how to do it, but this is really what I'm setting my intentions on doing. And, you know, me and Carl talk about that a lot. It's just the intention, you know, you can have the intentions or you can just drift and, you know, kind of go with the flow. So, you know, setting them intentions and, you know, it's just been no constant like synchronicities and, and things that have really helped me just get here. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm at right now. Cause I definitely, haven't been able to do it on my own. Right, right. We all need each other. So yeah. Ain't nobody don't nobody do everything about it on their own. Yeah, like I said, one hand wash the other, both wash the face, you know. I mean that kind of goes over some people's head and it's kind of simple where they just can't get it. But it's like we might not be doing the same exact thing, but we are moving in progression and elevation to build the collective consciousness you know what i'm saying like one to keep the vibrations high up here you know what i'm saying yeah that's even if like you said we might not be doing the same thing but you can just be supporting somebody yeah whatever they're doing it's the energy it's the positive 
genuine energy. Like me and Carl don't do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You and Carl don't do the same thing, but it's just like the energy of growing and setting the intentions of getting better as an individual first, as well as, you know, bettering and progressing in the field of endeavor that we're in, whatever that may be. Yeah. And were you close with your father before he passed? Did you grow up with him? Yeah, I grew up with him. I, he, he grew up in the household, but honestly, the relationship was kind of strange, you know. I mean, like growing up and kind of just being able to look back on things. I mean, you know, we both were were Virgos and, you know, it's like a lot of clashing that happened. So the relationship was kind of strange, but, you know, I definitely respect him and, you know, thank you. Thank him for all the things that he instilled in me, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't perfect. Nobody can be, you know, but, you know, he meant, he meant well, so. Live, huh? Now, either one of y'all can answer this question. How did y'all meet or get together? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, bet. Okay. Um, so, um, John is a facilitator, facilitator at the uh, Nest in Raleigh. Um, it's a downtown co-oping space, co-op space. Um, and I was there uh, with with a friend named Daryl. He does solar, by the way. So that was my first introduction into the building. Um, and I met John. It was like I believe it was at six o'clock. And I was there a little bit late and I, I always had my shades on for some reason, because honestly, sometimes when you're working a lot and you put shades on, it'll conserve your eyes like your eyes won't get tired. And when you're trying to put in a lot of work, when your eyes get tired, you know what happens after that. Like you're, you're probably going to go to sleep. So right. I was just in there working and I literally seen him and we just sparked the conversation. You know what I'm saying? He just I don't know. I can't remember who said something first, but we just start, you know, having a, a deep conversation out of nowhere and we connected. And then every time I came to the nest, I let them know that I was there. And then that's how the friendship actually started. Um, just by somebody saying, you know, hello, you know what I'm saying? Like we introducing ourselves. And then, you know, I, I realized that we had a like mind. After I realized we had a like mind, I'm like, I established the connection because I'm like, hey, let's keep this connection because I'm going to be coming here, getting some work done. And I know I want to continuously see you grow. So let's go ahead and exchange contact information. And, you know, we've been locked in ever since, honestly. You know, this relationship came out of the blue. You know what I'm saying? I was not expecting to for us to really, you know, consecutively hit each other up um, and just really build a friendship like we have built over the last past months for real. So, you know, you just never, never know what can, you know, come out of somebody saying, you know, how are you doing? What's your name? Or being interested in what you got going on or just being a nice person in general. Right. Now, y'all, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, John. Nah, I was just going to uh, piggyback off of it, though, but, man, I, you know, I agree, man, and, you know, it's just, like you said, man, it's, well, bro, it, it's felt like he's been my bro for for years, I ain't going to lie yeah. to you, man, but that that's just how it is, you can't, like, you know, a lot of people just try to put the the years on friendships and connections, and sometimes those things expire, and, you know, you have to be open as well as continuing to grow so you can attract those like-minded people and y'all can grow and y'all can build. And, you know, like I was just saying, you know, it's just all about building for the collective consciousness, man, because it's a chain reaction, compound effect. It's like, you know, we build like, like me and him did a, a networking event, you know, three people just diligently brainstorming and working and bringing it into fruition. But we brought 
three people's, you know, sphere of influence and loved ones and people who we think are important. You know, we all brought them together. So we're all building, you know, another ecosystem and, you know, another a space, you feel me? And that's what you need in entrepreneurship because we can't do this alone. That's what you need in networking. I mean, it's not supposed to be done alone. Some things are, but I mean, just having those like-minded people and those ones that you can like really just call on. Like I was, I made a little video on Instagram the other day, just saying that like, bro, the people who, you know, who genuinely want to see you win, don't have ill will intentions, and as well as are progressing and developing themselves, you know, keep those people around and you'll get signs, you feel me? It's like you can ignore them or, you know, bypass them, but, but you'll get the signs for the people that are really for you and want to see you grow and y'all can build and the ones that are just there. It's like, you're either getting charged up by people or you're getting drained by people. It's not like an in the middle stagnant thing. Like, Oh, I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's growing or dying, you know? So thing that me and bro have been working on as well as continuing to work on, man, it's going to be big and it's just, it's just genuine. So it's just genuine and organic. And so just like a plant is genuine and organic, it's gonna grow, you know. So yeah. So tell me more. How does the partnership work with the the brand? How does that work? Who I know you have, he's a designer, oh, yeah. also he's the art. So how does that work? So I mean we you know, with partnerships and collaborations, I believe that the individuals need to be able to have a spotlight on their strength and attribute. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a designer. I'm a clothes guy. Like I do clothes. I do fashion. Like I'm the one that reads your outfit down from top to bottom, not just trying to read you, but just habitually just how my mind works. Like being able to see, the shirt that me and him have on, which is Overcomers brand, being able to see the shirt before I was even able to touch it, like knowing what it what it was going to look like in my brain. So that's where I come in. I'm coming with the clothing as a, you know, I mean, I was kind of going to get deep into it, but I'm going, <laughs> but I can stop and just trying to make it like a little quick analogy, kind of like, I mean, Carl does content, Carl speaks, Carl is an influencer, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like how a brand we use an influencer is you would look like LeBron James and Gatorade or Nike. I mean, it's a part, it's a partnership, you know, it's a partnership, it's a collaboration, you know, once it gets to. You know, we're working things out, but, you know, he's going to have some equity. You know, it's just it's really a, it's a, a official partnership. So right. and the lovely thing about it is we're the ones developing it. It's nobody putting a constraint on what we're going to make it. it like so really it's a really the question. I mean, it the sky's the limit. I mean, right. it, it's not the limit because we eagles and we 
we we live in the sky, so but, yeah. but it's whatever we really want it to be, man. But yeah, yeah, I, I see this, I see this brand overcomers being very, very big. Um, simply because the quality of it is is unmatched. Um, and, and really, I didn't really understand how dope the brand was until my line brother got a shirt. My line brother, Leontay, got a shirt, and he was like, yo, he called me, like, twice, like, yo, this is the one. You know what I'm saying? Because at first, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah, let me go ahead and, and get my hats right. You know what I'm saying? But right, I, right. I understand at the end of the day, like, it's all about focus. You know what I'm saying? Even though I like fashion as well, like, that's not something I'm trying to go all in um, with just now so i seen john going all in with it when my friend gave me that yo like this is really one of them like have you felt the quality of this i'm like and then i actually put the shirt on myself i'm like wow john has been cooking up let me go ahead and you know what i'm saying take it seriously because i've seen him take it seriously i've seen john you know with the t-shirt design and then i've seen him with the the heavy t i've seen him understanding the, the terminologies for how to put the tea together and how to even tell the manufacturer. So like I seen him taking his craft seriously and that just goes to show you that nobody's going to take your craft seriously unless you take it seriously. You know, That's so right. I seen that um, with them and I'm like, all right, cool. Like I have to go ahead and support it because I know I'm not going all in in fashion right now. So many things I need to go all in. And one of the most powerful things in the world is human focus. Like human focus is, is something that, you know, invented cars and invented the civilization that we live in right now. So it's like you have to limit your focus. So I'm limiting my focus on this. This is my strength and my attribute right now. And John is limiting his focus on clothes. And that's why we, we decided to to merge this collaboration and partnership together, because we understand our lane. And we understand that, you know, if one person takes and run with this and go to the next level, essentially, we're all going to pull each other up at the end. Yeah, I um. I definitely went on your uh, IG Overcomers brand IG. Definitely seen a piece I want, so I'm gonna get that. Available, <laughs> and then you know, man, it's it's getting it's getting there. You know, it's just really yeah. like you said, just really putting the focus in. I mean, you know, I definitely wear more hats than the Overcomers brand, and you know, I'm definitely working now in other lanes to, you know, gain that freedom and, you know, liberation to make this an everyday thing, you know, constant flow. So, you know, I'm just, I'm blessed on the journey, man, just continuing to build, continuing to grow. And like I was telling Carl, you know, because I met, I met Carl last year because I, I knew him this year, but I just told him like, you know, this year, with all I was going through, cause my, like I was telling you, my dad he died early in the year, and it was just so much I was going through, so so much. And Carl knows it was a very like roller coaster time on one spectrum of my life. You know, it was really like really good. Like, man, the way that I'm feeling, I've never felt this way before. You know what I'm saying? And then you get hit with something like that, so it's just, you know. Just really just been trying to, like, like really just focus. And I told him, like, you know, I ain't have no New Year's resolutions or nothing this year. It was just, like, you know, my biggest intentions and the way I want to come and bring my aura is to build the like-minded individuals, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
like build the tribe first before the ecosystem, you know what I'm saying? Because the ecosystem is very vast and widespread. And, you know, that's a very good vision, but you got to start with the tribe. So, I mean, bro, this year, like, man, I've, you know, my tribe has, you know, really became an army. And I know just next year, it's just going to continue to just grow. It's just going to be a positive compound effect. Like he said, I know somebody in the army is going to blow and it's just going to rise everybody up. Like, mm -hmm. as we, you know. So. But you say you didn't have a New Year's resolution. Nah. I'm gonna tell you that you. I'm gonna tell you that you don't need a New Year's resolution. Uh, yeah, well, that's every, what day, every day, every day, new day is a, yeah, a new start. Yeah, you just gotta again, just the intentions, bro. Because mm -hmm. like that, those should be the same. Like your soul intentions and morals and values. You know what I'm saying? Those should be the same foundation that you build the house on until you pass on. From this mortal life, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't compromise those or have to change those. All right. So, Carl, tell me, tell me, uh, you have this thing. Well, I don't know, you, I guess you're a partner with what is it, uh, One House Global? Yes, One House Global. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, really, one thing that I understand is super important for entrepreneurs is the right information. Uh, we're in a time now of information. Every time you get on Instagram, somebody's throwing some type of information at you or everybody has the answers to something. So, you know, I think it's very important for people to tap into the right information. So I partner with the right information. I partner with the top executors in the top leading industries um, all around the world. So that's why I joined 1HG. And what 1HG is the largest entrepreneurial hub in the world. So, you know, it specializes in verticals like real estate, e-commerce, trading, uh, wealth management, artificial intelligence, um, travel, everything you can think of, the, the multi-million dollar industries, the billion dollar industries, the trillion dollar industries. We made sure that we put a hub together and we partnered with the best executor that is doing this right now. Now, the executors that we have on the platform teaching our entrepreneurs weekly, you know, there are individuals who are popping right now, right? We, we partnered with an individual by the name of Justin Ty. Uh, and he's one of the number one brokers out in California. Uh, we also partner, partner with Christiana Hurt. Um, she sold like 10 million in you know, online sales using products that she doesn't even own. So she's teaching our entrepreneurs how to sell products online that we don't own, we never even seen, and that we don't even have to go get or purchase um, to be able to make money off of. Uh, and also we partner with the CPA and financial advisor because what's giving people the right information about how to obtain riches when they can't even keep it, right? I understand that a lot of people, especially people like us, we're always thinking about generational wealth. But one, a lot of times people in our community don't prioritize their family. They don't prioritize relationships. So when people die, the money end up going directly back to the government. So at the end of the day, it's not about obtaining wealth in this world. It's about really being able to pass wealth on to the next generation, prioritizing certain things, and having those uncomfortable conversations, um, having financial plans, it's the things that people really don't prioritize is what's going to really help them keep what they're sacrificing their whole life to build. Um, so we wanted to partner with those individuals who know that and who are registered CPAs and, you know, financial advisors and things of that such. So we have everything all in one hub um, to educate people. And we also provide them mentorship for a very affordable price. 
So what are some of the things that's in that hub? Everything. Like we had somebody that, you know, we had a, a real estate agent join. Um, she just closed on a $2.2 million property in Atlanta. Uh, we had a wholesaler, you know, you know, make $30,000 in a joint venture agreement um, with wholesaling. Uh, we have somebody that has their own sneaker, uh, shout out Ordinary Odds. Uh, it is um, an entrepreneurial hub where everybody is doing everything. So like John was saying, in terms of increasing your network and making your network an army, it's a, a army of people who specialize in different things. Um, so, you know, we're constantly building with like-minded individuals and people who are, who are leaders, people who are leaders in the industry, um, like John said as well, you know, one hand washes the other, both hands washes the face. And so any, and anybody can join? Anybody can join. Anybody can join um, that sees the information valuable, um, that, that want this education, you know, that wants this education and want to most, like, most importantly be in a community. Because all those top industries that I name is cool, but like to be in an environment that make you believe in yourself, um, when you wake up in the morning, that gives you energy to do the things that you need to do. That is more important than anything. Being in an environment that constantly reminds you who you are, because some people are in an environment that you know reminds them what they are not. So I pride myself on being in environments that constantly add to me. That's how I can fulfill my purpose. I got to recognize who I am first. So the environment is most important, even though the industries that I told you and you can make a whole lot of money. But we're strong believers in understanding the mind, fixing your mind, and the money gonna come. Right. So, do you have a link? Can anybody join by a link? How they? How, how do they join? Yes. Um. I'll provide you with that link. Um. If you want to drop it below the description. Um. Also, just follow me on Instagram at, as well, Picasso, P I C A R L S S O, and DM me network, and I'll give you more information as well. Um. And I'll also provide you with the link. Okay, so uh, now you've been involved in that and your own thing, and with John, do you does it have any conflicts? Or you, are you able to manage all that that you do? That's for you, uh, Picasso. Oh, oh, can you say, oh, <laughs> not really. Um, because honestly, what I what I do, what I build, my priority is building my brand. Uh, everything that I'm a part of is is like behind the brand, right? So. If I'm telling you how I think and my values, you might want to do business with me. And while I'm telling you what I'm doing and the way that I think and how the way, you know, I'm inspiring individuals just by giving them uplift through social media, it's nothing for me to throw a shirt on, right? It's nothing for me to, when I go out, to put on an overcoming shirt. So, you know, that's more so of the gear um, that I put on, but me just building the brand and, you know, just having a product as well if somebody wants to be indulged in what I do, it's it's not hard at all. Yeah, you do you do some good marketing. I appreciate I like, you. I like, I like your content. Yeah, but it's very time consuming, you know, it's a it's a responsibility. Yeah. Um, but it's it's heartwarming. Even when I go to places like homecoming, people tell me like, hey, keep doing what you're doing. Like they might not like your posts, you know what I'm saying? But I oh, promise yeah. you, people are watching um are and watching. information is it, helping people. Yeah, they are watching. Believe that. So, uh, John, is it how is it a lot of work for you to come up with different different ideas and strategies with your brand? Uh man, I I go through waves and cycles. To be honest, like kind of like a like an artist or 
or, you know, a music artist or a regular artist because, you know, it's not like I'm just slapping stuff up here. Like, all of this stuff is calculated, man. Like, it takes it takes calculation, you know. It takes right and divine time. And, like, sometimes I have designs and ideas that I may start off with and may not touch them for, like, three months. It's not so much that I'm not trying to but i don't want to force it you know like this is already an over saturated market you know like let alone people not even in the fashion industry everybody wants to make merch or anything i mean it's a profitable avenue you know what i'm saying for whatever endeavor that you're in you know what i'm saying getting some merch made but you know just being able to you know like show artistic integrity as well as you know pushing the message and like i said coming out with you know good quality pieces at an affordable price because you know people a lot of people spend money on fashion that you know ain't really for us man ain't really pushing the message but it, it may look good it may be a status symbol so it's like you know building and curating all of that into a brand this pushing positivity, resiliency, and authenticity. I mean, it's definitely, it definitely takes a little bit of work, man. It ain't easy. It ain't like I got anybody with me. You know, a lot of other people have brands, you know, have team, people have mentees, you know. You know, I have people in my circle of influence who are still doing the clothing brands too but i mean back in work most of it is me so i mean it's a little bit of work but it's enjoying uh, it's it's rewarding you said something about mentees and mentors what do y'all think about so i watch a lot of other different podcasts what do y'all think about now i'm assuming these people that spend thousands of dollars on mentors i'm assuming that they spend this money after they make a lot of money on mentors. That's what I, I'm assuming. Like, like, how can you I always try to, I try to process like, how are you spending $3,000 for a mentor? Like, yeah. where's that money coming from? You had to have made it yeah. like three brands first and start spending money. What do y'all think about that type of money spending on mentors? I mean, I feel like, I don't know if you wanted to go crawl. Yeah, but, I mean, you can go ahead. But I was just going to say, I mean, like Carl said, and anybody really like like trying to build your own brand and like you focusing on you as your personal brand, like I feel like you'll align people who can be mentors as well as people who are worthy to be your mentees, you know. But it, it's some people that you know that are highly specialized in a field of endeavor that you know, have a premium for their services that could get you to the next level. So it's like if it is something to get you to the next level and it's something that you might not know as well as something that you may know, like it may be a risk. And like it's just I feel like if it's a calculated risk and the pros outweigh the cons, 
it's a good idea because, like I said, I mean, some people are specialized in things that could really take you to the next level, you know, but it's a premium for it. Like, they've had to either spend money to obtain that knowledge or, you know, blood, sweat, and tears and sacrifices to obtain it. So that that's my little tip on it. Yeah, and what I'll say is that like I said earlier, it's a lot of information out here. That's why people have to do their due diligence and tap into the right information. Um, simply because uh, you have to have a vetting process of your investment. Because if you're just you know looking at somebody's content and you're really not asking the right questions, you want to make sure that when it's time for you to spend that, you know, what are these people actually doing? Because a lot of times now, um, people are investing into courses and they're going deeper into poverty. Right. Um, at the end of the day, everything is going to be a risk. But like John said, a calculated risk is an individual that is looking at everything, the things that could go wrong, why this investment will be the best investment, because sometimes that three thousand dollar course can save you twenty three thousand dollars. That information like that, the information that, that person has in the course can save you time and money. So all is based on your perception and you doing your due diligence and making sure that the right information that you're about to invest in is the right information right right yeah i don't dis i don't disagree with it i just sometimes think about people who, who are trying to get started in whatever they're doing with this uh whatever uh entrepreneurship journey they have and a lot of people giving these courses out for thousands of dollars yeah. and these people really have money to spend to invest in yes. that course and if they do it do they really have a strategy after they spend that money how to get it back right now, that's that's even more reasons why I decided to be a part of this entrepreneur hub. Like they was partnering with people uh, that were credible and they also had a strategy with the wealth management as well. So you can keep, you know, things in the structure as well. So like I all I always look at that because I'm not really big on wasting my time. I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to be just paying for something that's not really bringing me no return on investment mentally in no type of way possible. Okay. Okay. That's it. So what would y'all give for new upcoming entrepreneurs? What, just give them something. Mm, I, I would say for new and upcoming entrepreneurs is be the tortoise. That's one of the biggest things that I learned. Be the tortoise because a lot of time you're coming into an entrepreneur. I'm pretty sure everybody heard of the, the tortoise and the hare. They raced and the, the hare was super fast and the tortoise was slow and the tortoise end up getting to the finish line. Um, a lot of times an entrepreneur, we're just so hyped to make money. So we're doing everything to be to make money. We're being a hustler more so than a businessman, but the businessman is gonna be the individual that educates himself on his skill and he's deep rooted in the skill. So he's slowly you know, going to the finish line and he's carrying more knowledge with him versus you know, just running fast, dropping things as he go. So I'll say be the tortoise, really educate yourself, right? If, if you say you want to do something, you need to become, you know, educated at what you do. If you can't teach it, um, then you don't know it. So you need to know it enough um, to be able to answer questions, to be able to know the ins and out. So you don't want to start something that if somebody asks you about it and you like, oh, I, I've never really been through that. So you want to be a master of your craft and, you know, you want to read books. You want to hear every, everybody's different perceptions of your craft as well. So it can give you all you need to give the best advice because you don't want to mess up your face card in entrepreneurship. It's all about your face card and you only get one face. 
Anything, John, with that? Man, definitely was about to say, I mean, you got to keep your face clean. That was one of the things I was going to say, like, for sure, you know, your face and your word and your reputation is all you got because, I mean, ultimately, you're building your personal brand and whatever else that you have with you, that's just a byproduct of that. You know what I'm saying? Even when it's separated from your name and your likeness, you know, but my biggest thing is, you know, you have to work on your mindset, bro. It's really all in the mind. Like it's the way a man thinketh, you know what I'm saying? And it's not talking about so much of like a man or a woman, but you know, just the mind, like you gotta build your mind. You gotta have the, like Carl was saying, like the perception, like you have to have the a ideal and a vision of the ideal person that you wanna be, the ideal life that you wanna live. It might not be that in your reality at the moment, but, you know, just moving in a positive direction and, you know, raising your vibrations throughout whatever you may be going through, like, just still showing up for yourself, continuing to show up for what you got going on, for your dreams, for your goals, for the people around you, and, you know, continue to Definitely, man, just keep God or, you know, the universal source, the divine power, whatever the higher power is you may believe is higher than you and everybody else, yet connected all together, you know what I'm saying? Definitely keep a relationship or build a relationship with him, her, that, you know, it's like, you know, your mindset is very important because... That's where it's going to start, and that's where it'll stop as well. So definitely, man, continue to work on your mind. Continue to work on your body. Continue to work on your soul because that's all you really got out here. You know what I'm saying? Everything else is byproducts as well as the progression or the detriment of it. So. All right. Well, there you have it, y'all. Uh, make sure y'all go to the it's at Overcomers Brand on Instagram, IG. At Overcomers Brand with the Z, Overcomers.com. Check us out, man. We got content. We got quality product up there as well as coming with it for the fall winter season, man. Thank y'all. And Carl, you on Instagram? Yes, Picasso, P I C A R L S S O. It should be right on the bottom left um, of the screen. All right, man. I, I look, I thank y'all for tuning in, man. Look, uh, this was a great episode, and I'm glad to have y'all. Most definitely. We appreciate you, man. Pleasure was mine. Thank you. Thank you. There, you, there you have it for another episode of the MPL4 Podcast. If you like what you saw, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the MPL4 Podcast.